Beakage. That's probably good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. And welcome to today's episode of Hot Heaven. I'm your host, Devin. Devin. And, and he is your host, Austin. And together, we are Pod Heaven. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> What's cracking, everybody? Episode 25, where we come alive. Yeah. The funny guys in the fucking hive. Welcome to the hive. Everyone. Th- thanks for joining us <laughs> in our bees. In our bees. We in have this a hive. This digital hive. This digital hive of information and wealth of knowledge. Exactly. Yes. Yes. We're really the mm, bees' yes. knees. Uh, it was oh bro so have you ever seen that meme where it's like the reason i go to the gym is to get big muscles so that i attract women no and it's a and then it says but with the reality of the situation is people just ask me to move things you seen that (laughs) yeah it's like having a truck yeah it's like having a truck you buy a truck because you think it's cool but then you just get asked to help everybody move. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I like the same thing being tall. It's like, oh, I thought this was like, you know, my thing. I'm like the tall guy, but no, people just want me to grab shit off the top shelf. <laughs> right. Like you're a stool now. <laughs> you're a stool now. That actually happened to me today, though. Um, <laughs> uh, Eric's sister is actually remodeling her house and mm. she just bought a bunch of like appliances. So all, all of the all appliances. appliances, yes. So <laughs> microwave, dishwasher, uh, stove, and a fridge. And she was like, Devin. And they're like, Devin and Eric, can you come help us move and stuff? I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll do that. So um, <laughs> me and Eric went over there this morning before the pod to help them move all their stuff. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I can say, moving fridges... It's not fun. It's huh? not fun. Um, no, we had like this dolly that wasn't really meant for a fridge. Crappy dolly <laughs> with these little tiny wheels. Tiny wheels, big ass fridge. Big ass fridge. And then we, but the one thing that we did have was these lifting straps to help. That's good. So you could pick it up from the bottom and yeah, not have dude. to bend way over. But it's funny. The like one of the first we got to the stairs where we're gonna. There's like four or five steps leading uh-huh. up to the front porch that we had to get up and. Uh, so we get to that point and I'm like, three, two, I pick it up. Me and Eric were a little bit off on the timing oh. <laughs> and the thing just goes, bam, dude, <laughs> right into my forehead. <laughs> it was pretty great, but, um, that yeah. was great, huh? Yeah, it was pretty great. That was awesome. I just like getting hit in the head every once yeah, in a dude, while. You got to just get nailed by a fridge every once in a while. Yeah. But, uh, just to remind you what it's like. <laughs> that sucks, man. Yeah. But. It was good though, good um, experience. Yeah, it's probably grounding. Yes, you know, very grounding. Yes, kind of <laughs> come back to reality. But it's good, uh, dude. yeah, 
Yeah, dude, you got to help people move though. Because then like when you got to move, then you need people to help you. Yeah. And like if you're that guy that always just bails on helping people move, then, you know, you're not going to get good moving karma. Plus it's like digging holes, you know, uh, builds character. Builds character, man. (laughs) You're not digging it for anything. You're digging to build character. Shout out to anybody who can comment the name of that movie. Yes, comment below. Where did that movie quote come from? Shaw. <laughs> oh, boy. So what have you been up to this week, man? Um, dude, so cool thing that Spotify does every once in a while is they, they make you random playlists. And it used to be like, hey, throw back to last year. What did you listen to during yeah, the yeah, summer, yeah. right? But this time they kind of took it up a notch and they released what's uh, called a time capsule. I saw Have you that. seen this? I've been listening to it. And it's like, I don't, they, it's, it's obviously not like, because it, it was from back in like high school. This, this stuff that you would be listening to, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. But we didn't have Spotify. And I didn't have Spotify back then. So I'm like, how in the world do they do this? And it's pretty accurate too. You know, like all the stuff that I'd be listening to. What was coming up on yours? Um, so like the first, not the, some of the first album of Breaking Benjamin, uh, the Diary of Jane album. A lot of that was on there. Uh, some Day to Remember, um, Sleeping with Sirens. Uh, Dude. Great bands. Yeah. So that, All great bands. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So and I think it's more of a span of time because I wasn't, because some Star Set came up in there too. Yeah. And I'm, I didn't listen to Star Set until like a year out of college or something. Yeah. Whenever they first came out. But still, it's pretty accurate for not, it's pretty crazy. Just, it takes what you listen to and then it re- it rewinds back 10 years or so, or however many. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really say. It just says, Here's something that you may have listened to in the past. So did you do some research on how that how they got that those playlists, like how they got that data from people? I didn't do any research on it, but I think it's just like, oh look, you listen to Breaking Benjamin now. What yeah, were they what album came out five, six, seven years ago? Yeah. You know, and then they're like, Because they have is- your birthday, right? I think yeah, they do. When you sign up, you give them your birthday? Yeah, I think you gotta be you gotta be at least eighteen or something to yeah. For it or whatever. So if they've got your birthday, they can go like, okay, well, you know, this guy's 26 years old. Yeah. If he was, you know, in high school, this album from his favorite band would have come out. So they could, they exactly. Could, they could code stuff off of, based off of that data. But I don't know. I think maybe there's more technology behind it. Like maybe, like I could see him making a deal with iTunes. Right. Cause like whatever your like if you've had your Apple ID for more than like you know ten years, then you know they know what you were listening to on iTunes back in you know nineteen ninety five or two thousand. Right. Yeah, because there's like this band I've never heard of it. Alex is on fire. Alex is all on fire. one word is on there. I never listened to them. <laughs> New medicine. I didn't listen to them. Imagine Dragons, I Prevail, yeah, Theory of a Dead Man. I didn't start listening to them until a couple years ago, mm. but that, that's all on here, you know? And I, I think, so they made some assumptions on it, obviously, but I didn't even listen part, to it. I saw, I saw that come up 
on yeah. my Spotify and I started thinking about like how they how they would have gotten able to like figure out what people were listening to 10, right. 20, you know, 20 years ago. And yeah. that's that's all I could think about. I, I didn't even listen to the playlist. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy how accurate it is though. I'm like, dang. I feel like Switchfoot or something would start coming up. Yeah, there's a couple. Oh, I don't think there's any switch foot. I got thousand foot crutch though. Thousand That's foot on crutch. there. <laughs> yeah, like thousand one. foot crutch, switch foot, uh, three days grace. Yeah, but that's on there too. Those were all like, uh, what was that other? Uh, Lincoln Park, obviously. Yeah, they're on Skillet. there. Skillet, Rise Against, Sevenfold, Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, there that you is go. to this day still my favorite band, dude. <laughs> Sinister Gates is my biggest inspiration on guitar, man. Yeah. That dude is is such a legend, man. He's got. His fucking custom that like everybody has now. <laughs> yeah, it's very iconic guitar. Not in Guitar Center. In yeah, Schechter, uh The I think there's like a cheap version of it that's like eight hundred bucks, and then there's like the full blown like this is exactly how quote unquote exactly how he has it set up with all the uh, hardware version of it. That's like two thousand or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. So I bet there's some controversy on like. Like, how do you know if one's the fake one or like not the fake one, but the, I, I'd have to look in. It's been so long <laughs> since I've actually looked for that guitar. Cause you know, we play Schecter. So we, we found out about it while we were playing in, in silver remains, but uh, I have a feeling there's like a slight difference in the logos and you can kind of tell the finish. Usually they kind of go with something that's a little bit easier to make, but just kind of has the same design. Yeah. And then they do like the actual, like, okay, this one's actually made out of like the wood that he used. The, right. It's got the through neck. It's got the, the fancy stuff, the right tuners on it. And the logo is actually facing the right way. Yeah. So, yeah. It's the, uh, yeah. the one's made out of plywood. <laughs> Dude, I wanted that guitar. I wanted that guitar. There's a lot of guitars I wanted, but I just didn't have the money. Yeah, you can spend a lot of money on guitars, can you? Yeah, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably get some some really nice I'm gonna collect some more guitars once it's like reasonable. Nice for me to even think about yeah. <laughs> spending money <laughs> on that stuff. But yeah, yeah, I've been trying to save money, dude. I've been doing some cleaning with Jenna. Nice. Uh and we're actually looking for more people to come help us clean houses. Oh dang. And she's looking to expand that company. So I'm gonna probably be helping her do that. Um, over the next few weeks here because, you know, if I can help build a company, you know, that's a great way to get leverage in the business world, you know? Yeah. I could buy that company someday. I could, you know, if I if I help build it, then I can, you know, anyways. I'm coming for you, Jenna. <laughs> <clears throat> Look out. But yeah, dude, I've been trying to save money because I got to fix the brakes on my car. Yeah. I got to get some of that stuff handled. I just work 24-7, man. And I, if I'm going to be doing Postmates and stuff, I got to keep my car in yeah. good shape. And I can't just uh, get enough money to get my groceries and then go to the studio. Right. And <laughs> do fun stuff, you know. I got to get my bills paid first so my parents don't got to keep paying my taxes. Dude, there's some really Hashtag white privilege. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of really nice houses out there, though. Like I've done a couple like Uber deliveries to like some of these houses up in Ridgefield. Boy, Ridgefield, like Oswego, too. Yeah, like Oswego. Uh, I went up to this one house that was just. I was like, "Dang, is there multiple people living here?" And it's like, "No, there's one person." And you know, it was like a 15 car garage. <laughs> 
crazy. 15 for real or no, like five or seven? Probably closer to eight. Eight. Still. <laughs> I was like, Still dang. Ridiculous. They had like two main entryways. Like you could enter the house up here or you could enter the house up here. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny because I just went and cleaned this huge, this crazy huge house. Yeah. In like, I think it was in Gresham. Yeah, it was in Gresham. Mm, yeah. And uh, it was nice, man. I like roll up. There's like a Jaguar in the driveway and like this big ass motor home. And this like lady comes out and apparently she like owns a CrossFit branch or whatever. And she's making that money? Yeah. She's got to do something else. Well, her, her <laughs> husband's a sheriff. Okay. Um, I don't know how much money he makes, but like just a fucking beautiful home, dude. The The... Counters look like they were made out of diamonds. <laughs> He's selling all the, the drug money that he does from all the busts. That's right, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. I've heard about that happening before. That's yeah. a whole thing, dude. That's a thing. Like cops uh, spending money on their, yeah. to boost their, their uh, what's that car called that they drive? Oh, the patrol car? Yeah. It's a Ford. Oh, um Crown Victoria's Crown Vic, Crown Vic, yeah. Yeah, it's, those are discontinued to be honest, but yeah. It's uh, <laughs> you got you got a couple options from the big 3 going on right now, but yeah. the Chargers kind of Dude, I talked to this guy one time, it was a cop and uh he was telling me how he takes drug money and puts like NOS and stuff, just like random upgrades on his on his Crown Vic so oh. he can catch these fools. <laughs> <laughs> Do the drug busts and saying, yeah, we got, you know, 15 kilos from this one. And there's the, no, we got 16. That's so one. funny. Yeah. I was, I, I was hanging out with my buddies from battleground and we were at Walmart looking for something for a car, for our cars. Yeah. And there was this guy there with his kid and he was, we just started talking to him and he just happened to be a cop and he just started telling us about how he does that shit. Are you serious? Uh, I feel like that stuff would get you fired, but I don't know. I'm watching too many movies, I guess. <laughs> yeah, dude. But if cops are making that kind of money, I want to be a cop, dude. Because this house I was in was just bonkers, dude. They had this giant wooden, like polished sliding door between in the master bedroom leading into the master bathroom. And the door... The entryway to the bathroom was probably as big as it is between like your fridge and your counter right there. Okay. Yeah. That's the door. And then right. there's this big piece of polished wood. Like a, it looks like a barn door, like just a beautiful like wooden piece. And it slides over on this big, you know, track. And their bed like just looked like it was just floating. Like I, to this day, I don't know what was underneath there to hold the mattress <laughs> up. It was just like floating there. Unicorn dust. Just, <laughs> Like these people could be aliens, for Christ's sake. But yeah, so big ass sliding door comes over and you got the shower that's, you know, it's got the removable head over here with a long ass hose. And then it's got the shower head over here and it's like 10 feet high. Yeah. And it's just like, and then I look over at the mirrors and like, I like look over at them and then I double took because there's like this blue light on the mirrors and I'm like, there's a power, it's like in the shape of a power button. Yeah. There's like a holographic power it. button on the mirror. Is that what that is? Yeah. You I go didn't... and you, you turn it on and the TV comes on in the mirror. Dude, I didn't want to turn it on. I was scared. It might blow it up. I was like, dude, Cortana's <laughs> going to come out of this bitch. <laughs> Almost literally. Almost literally. Almost. Right. Yeah. Smart mirrors are a thing though. Dude, yes. Alexa's going to be like, just pop up while I'm taking a shower one of these days. Dude, like, Alexa. Fuck! 
<laughs> she's gonna be some artificial intelligence sometime. Yeah, oh, yeah dude. dude, that's crazy, man. So I was doing that. I was cleaning that house, man. Just like daydreaming. Nice. The walk-in closet was like as big as my living room. God. And there's just hardwood floors in there, and like, oh man, it was beautiful, man. It was a beautiful house. We used to go in and uh, look at houses and stuff like that all the time, man. But I don't really do that stuff a lot anymore. I feel like as I've grown older, I'm not as like materially motivated. Mm-hmm. But that was that got me fired up, dude, to be in that house. And to see that, like, I really want to have a house like that someday. I don't care if Alexa's listening to me. I don't care if the government's spying on me through my mirror. Like, <laughs> But just, you should care, Austin. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm on the grid, dude. I'm on the grid at this point, and I'm not getting off it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. But yeah, dude, so I've been working hard, man. I've been working 12-hour days. My whole fucking routine kind of got flipped upside down. And uh, it's been hard to stay on track, honestly. I've been taking big-ass naps during the day <laughs> just because I'm not used to get getting up early and going to work like that. And I've been sore, dude, like oh, bench pressing yeah. and curling and working out and pumping iron and stuff is one thing. But then, like, getting on your hands and knees in a shower and, like, scrubbing yeah, and then, like, scooting over and, like, just like and vacuuming, dude. Like carrying the vacuum on my back, dude. I woke up like with pain in my back. Where I'm just like, dude, I didn't even know I had a back there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? What yeah, I'm dude. Seriously, I I was doing that. Like I kept when I was doing that work with dad. I kept telling him, like, man, my body works from like eight to twelve reps. Mm. Anything beyond that, I'm done. You know? <laughs> so I totally get that. You know? Yeah, bro. Oh uh, boy, it'll prepare you. It'll get you better. Like, just think about what that would feel like if you didn't work out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely. It's crazy. So that's been my workout lately. I have not been hitting the gym. Um, I got no excuse, man. I just have not been doing just it. Just haven't done it. Devin, you got to help me, man. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm supposed to be in shape because of you. You're supposed to be my trainer, dude. What the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck, man? <laughs> no dude so you gotta rest you gotta recover yep you gotta fucking work hard but you gotta make sure and stretch you gotta make sure and uh get candles get candles yeah you gotta have candles dude so working out stretching candles <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah dude because you know that's what that's what's helping me get like, been helping me get focused lately. Pumpkin spice candles, D- dude. It's fall, man. <laughs> Got to get those pumpkin spice candles. I'm all about the candle life, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, candles are fucking lit, dude. Less. Literally, that's very true. In more ways than one. <laughs> dude, the candles I got lately, bro. They're just like they smell so fire, dude. I was going to get this one that was like papaya mango. Anyways, enough candle jokes. You get the vagina one? Yeah. The vagina candle. Yeah. Dude. Like, what is it? Oh, I forget. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. yeah. She, uh, she has that, um, that <laughs> or something brand. Oh, oh, she gosh. has wacky stuff on there. She's sometimes. got weird stuff, yeah. man. Some pretty waxy stuff, dude. Well, that's not just candles, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> got some other stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. 
I think I think one of them is literally just called wet vagina. Is what it is. Wet it vagina. is my vagina. I think is or, what it yeah, is. One, one, something like that. And it was just that's that song. Anyways, no. moving on. I don't think that one actually says. Moving on. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Dude, I really, I have some more. Okay, let's play a song. Okay. This is the podcast you got to listen to, you guys. This is real compelling content. We're talking about vagina candles. Just a hip hop beat I made this week. I worked on some other shit at Bent Beat, but I don't know if like I'm allowed to play it yet. Mm. It's uh, it's pretty sludgy, huh? Whew. So I did this song, "Don't Want to Run." which is out on all platforms now. So you can click the link below to go find oh, it. Oh yeah, that one. And uh, I took some of the samples that I got from that because we ended up, I played some bass on it. And then we ended up hiring it, or not hiring a bassist, but we had a bassist there on Thursday, third Thursday when we recorded it. And uh, so some of my bass parts didn't get to get used and some of our bassists' bass parts didn't get to get, I, bl- I blended them, I blended the two, Yeah. right? So I used my bass that I recorded in his bass. And cut them into different parts of the song. Wait, you can do that? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> do whatever you want, man. <laughs> ben beat the, uh, ben the possibilities are limitless. But um, so I took the bass parts that I didn't use that I recorded, slowed them way down, and then took some of the drums that were recorded, took the raw drums, and then like pushed them back in the mix, just left like the treble on those and like put some reverb on it. So the, the real drums are like floating in the back of the mix. And then I layered up a, some pop drums, like a kick and a snare. So it's like you get the blend between the two, mm. of like electronic blended with rock and roll. Yeah. And I actually went in and because the, the, when, a, when a person plays drums, it's never going to be perfectly on the grid. Right. There's always going to be a little bit of variance because humans are not perfect. Because humans. Yeah, because humans. Yeah. And uh, uh, so when I did, so I, when I did the pop drums, I used the same MIDI from the human drums, so okay. that it's all lined up. They're not hitting perfectly on the grid, on where the metronome yeah. says it should be, but they're all hitting together, right? So they're not like <laughs> train wrecking. Yeah, I think they call that the pocket, if I remember from our recording sessions. Yeah, dude, the pocket. Yeah. Cause it's not like it can't you can't find the pocket with a metronome because that's robotic. But and then you can't find the pocket if you're recording each part individually. You have to record all together so that you're all kind of on the same frequency. I think there's a certain point where you can layer on top of each other, like with what you're saying, where you took like another part and had to add something on top of it. You know, you could, Mm -hmm. I'd imagine you could stick with that pocket before you quantize it or something like that. Yes. Some semblance of it. But isn't that kind of what you want? You want to have a little bit of that kind of human Human feel to it. it? I think so. Yeah. I think so. A lot of pop music is really just 
really robotic, really electronic. Yeah, really you can tell the that grid. a human didn't play that. It yeah. was just buttons. Yeah. Yeah. And there's kind of, you know, there's things you can do in post-production to bring the human element back to it after you've produced something to death. You know, so that's that's an option that you have. And there's other ways to do that. But, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing like having everything spot on. Right. And there's nothing like a, a human playing it. You know, it's yeah. a, each, each, each realm has its own strengths and its own weaknesses, I think. But yeah, and its place. Yeah, dude. So I got some I got some cool music stuff coming out uh, <clears throat> in the next few weeks here. But I really wanted to talk about some other stuff this week because I've been meditating a lot lately, and I've been really putting some of these things into action. Some of these ideas that I've learned from my friends and I've read about online about manifesting and 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 meditating and just you know being present yeah being present yeah and mindfulness that's totally it yeah yeah and so and and it seems like the more that i meditate the more that i see things coming to life right before me that I, 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 I think that I want like, cause you know how, when, cause I, I recently, like when I started this meditation kick, I was just doing it over and over again and just sort of sitting there and just opening my mind and listening to what, what came my way. And I started to uncover some things <clears throat> in my brain and in my heart that, you know, I need to work on. And uh, I'm not going to share all those things. That's personal. On the podcast today. <laughs> but I wanted to share that because I think, you know, that's that's one strength, that's one power in meditation that I haven't talked much about yet is that it, it allows you to to get to the bottom of things. And if something happens during the week that, that pisses you off, yeah, then you might get to the end of the week and then meditate and then think back and be like, oh, like this is why... I was pissed off and I was pissed off before that person even pissed me off. Yeah. You can kind of follow it back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's much easier to do that, you know, after a long week when you're meditating or in the morning, you know, before you've listened to music or before you've had a conversation with somebody or before you've let something into your brain. Right. You know, if you meditate, you can listen and you can, you can hear, you know, you can listen for things that you need to work on and that you need to change. That's one great thing about meditation. But the other side is you can set your intention. So you can listen to the universe, but you can also tell the universe what you want. And if you meditate consistently, I think that what you put out into the universe has a lot more power because it seems to me like... Everything that I think that I want comes to life. Like it's almost like next day lately. And I don't know what the fuck's happening in my life right now, but I'm telling you, I am on a roll and I'm about to do some really big things. And this, this, this music thing that I'm doing and this machine that I'm creating, I'm starting to really understand how this can all 
come together. So I want to stop you right there and ask, kind of elaborate a little bit and dig a little into that. So do you think, because right now, mo- the way that the modern person lives their life is, uh, and we've all heard this before, is a life of distraction, you know, yeah. whatever. We're constantly, you know, there's the, the need to like, you sit down and if there's a moment of silence, you have to pull out your phone, you got to check Instagram, you got to go from one thing to the next. You got to be, if you're in the, in, you know, walking down the street, you got to have music going into your ears, you're driving to wherever you want to go, you got music, you got podcasts going in. Then when you're, when, when you're with people, you're constantly in this necessi- this need to just like fill that right. void with, you know, words being said. And then when, when they're ever, and then whenever there's a time of just silence and just nothing happening, yeah, um, which is rare, it's usually filled with anxi- anxious thoughts and, or uh, depressing thoughts, you know, full of, you know, things that are not healthy. Right. And it's just, Every so that you can kind of see what's going on there. Every single second of your entire life is filled with something, and we and it's distracting because I don't know if you've ever been sitting someplace and then kind of woken up almost. You weren't sleeping, but you just kind of wake up and you like because something happens, like a car accident happens, and all of a sudden, boom, you're just snapped into reality, right? Mm. And but but without that happening, right? We're just in this constant state of distraction. Yeah. And then in that state of distraction, we don't see the things that we've been thinking about, the things that we want. We don't see those things actually happening. Yeah. But through the practice of mindfulness, meditation, whatever you want to call it. Sure, yeah. Um, that, that, that stuff will slow you down. You can process the things and then you can actually be present in the moment and you can actually see the things that you've been speaking in the universe actually come up in front of you. Yeah. Not that it didn't happen before. It's just that you missed it because you were staring at a phone or you were stuck in your head or you were having a conversation with somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I think, you know, and, but even deeper than that, like I, I just wrote down, in my book that I, that I write in every day yeah, that I wanted to make more money. Mm-hmm. That I need some more fucking money. Right. Like I just, and I know everybody needs more money, but like I need more money right now and I need to figure out how to, how to get some more money coming in because you take care of my car. I, I need to, you know, have some money in the bank. I need to have some savings. Like, <clears throat> and then it was that day that Jenna hit me up. Mm-hmm. And asked me to come help her clean. Right. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. And um, I keep seeing, I keep seeing the numbers 11 and the number 47. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always been sort of curious about angel numbers. Have you ever heard about that? I think you, you brought it up once. Yeah, so there's this guy who I think he was he might have been a he might I don't think he was religious. I don't think he was religious. But he uh is it I can't remember the guy's name, but like he basically came up with the idea that everything or basically he was the first one to have the realization that everything can be reduced to numbers. Yeah. And so what he used to say is all is number. 
all this number. Mm -hmm. Everything is math. You know, yeah. it, can all, it, it all comes down, everything breaks down in numbers. And so, um, numbers can apply to life in a lot of different ways. And, you know, he kind of came up with this idea that maybe spirits communicate with us through numbers. And I find that really fascinating. So I start looking up, so I started looking up some of the numbers I see all the time. Yeah. And I started realizing that, you know, a lot of people believe that angels use numbers to communicate with us and different numbers have different meanings. Right. And number one is like the number of manifestation. And that's why people make a wish at 1111. Okay. Yeah. That makes Lots sense. Of ones. Yeah. yeah. Lots of because ones. that's the only time that there's four digits on the clock and they're all the same. You right. Know? Uh, and one happens to be the number, the number of manifestations. So to, so you say what you want at that time mm -hmm. to speak that out into the universe and to have it sent back to you, you know? And I, I, I kept wishing for money at that, at, at 11, 11. Cause I, I saw it ev like every single day Yeah, for like a long ass time. I bet you if I counted the days, it would be 11 days because this number keeps popping up in my life everywhere. And the number 47 as well. And number 47 is the number four angels, I think. Cause my buddy, I, I haven't confirmed that, but my buddy Tavo is a rapper and he always, he reps the number 47 because he believes that he's like a chosen one in hip hop and that angels are telling him this and they're saying, keep going, keep doing what you're doing because you're meant to do great things. And, and it, it just feels like lately that the world is just telling me, you know, dude, you're done suffering. You're done working ridiculous hours and not getting paid what you're worth. You're done like spinning your wheels, you're done going in circles, you can have whatever you want, you speak it and you can have it. Like asking you shall receive. So the number 11, so anyways, here's the number 11. It says one of the meanings of 1111 is that the universe has sampled your thought sequence and whatever you were intensely thinking about will manifest almost instantly in your physical reality. So after I kept seeing this, these synchronicities and these numbers popping up in my life, I Googled this and I figure out, I, 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 I want to see what this means. Like, cause I had heard from my friends and I kind of read some things about angel numbers, but I've never seen them popping up in my life so frequently. And I try not to read too much into it because then you're just like looking around for numbers all day. Right. And you're kind of taking the magic out of it. You know what I mean? Like it's different when you, when you look for that number and when you're like sitting at a red light and for no reason, you just have to look over here and there's a number, the address on that building is 11 or 47, you know, like that's a different type of experience than, than, than looking around for numbers all day. Yeah. So it says, so if you're feeling really good about the thoughts you're focused on, rest assured that the thoughts you are sending to the universe will manifest soon in your life. However, if you're having a thought that triggers an unpleasant feeling, you understand that you can shift your thought to a more positive one in order to attract a positive experience into your reality. In this event, okay, so a new paragraph, 1111 or 111 is a message from divine angel beings that you need to monitor your thoughts with greater attention and make sure you're focusing on the things you want, not the things you don't want. According to Delores' canons between death and light, thoughts are energy. Your soul manipulates energy. 
Thinking is the manipulation of energy. Hence, a thought is a willful act, and it is powerful enough for creation. <laughs> what do you think about this shit, dude? What do you think about this shit? <laughs> My crazy. thoughts on the whole thing, I'm, I don't know, call me... Skeptic. Skeptic or whatever. Is I don't, I don't. I'm not going to call you anything, bro. Yeah. I, I totally want to hear it, man. I, I tend to go hear that stuff and go, hmm, that's interesting, you know, and then go, but can we, we can't prove it in any way, you know, there's, it's all just kind of, I know there's crazy coincidence, coincidences have happened, you know, I mean, let's just, let's just go for the craziest coincidence of all and say that, you know, the big bang is what created everything, right? You know, we, we look at, mathematicians have come out with the possibility of you know nothing colliding into itself or however that works you know whatever because i mean i don't see how nothing anyways that's a different subject but just nothing colliding into itself and exploding into everything you know the and the just the total like chance of that all happening that being an actual thing that could actually create things that's a huge coincidence and let's just say that take that for for um, example, example, and that could be very well, you know, and let's just say that that was the thing that created the universe. If that was the thing that created everything that we see, then of course I would totally, then what there's looking over and seeing numbers and that, and seeing that repetitive over and over and over again, it's, it's like the whole thing that I see of like, I didn't know BRZ existed, right? I didn't know that they existed. And then my buddy comes up to me and says, hey, check this out. This is a sick car. I'm like, dang, I like that car. And all of a sudden, I start seeing it everywhere. Yeah. You know, that's because it's in my brain uh, and it's kind of, it's in there. So, of course, I'm going to pick that out. Yeah. But in reality, there's there's been a million BRZs all in front of me. There's also been 100 Toyota Camrys. There's also been 100 Honda Civics. There's always been, there's always been uh, you know, all these other cars in front of me all the time. But because somebody brought that up to me, a BRZ in front of me, now all of a sudden my brain is looking for those. Yeah. And I see them everywhere. So that could be <laughs> that could be an argument to the the numbers here. The you know, thing, yeah. and that like, oh look, I've I've just happened to notice that I'm seeing one ones all over the place, right? Yeah. And now all this, and then I, I start to kind of see the pattern. So I look it up and now it's on the forefront of my brain and I yeah. see it all, all over the place. I mean, who's to say that's not happening? It's true. Who knows? It's very well. But, it's very, it's a good argument. And, you know, I, I, to that, I would just say, I know, I know. Right. I know. Yeah. You know, but like, I take that into consideration mm -hmm. when I'm, and anything, by the way, anything that comes into my life that I perceive to be supernatural, I never give 100% faith to. I say, like, this could be supernatural and it may be a coincidence. Or it could be a number of things. You know, humans have been arguing about what it could be for years. But at the end of the day, I take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. And I say, you know, I've been seeing signs in my life that make me think that I need to drink less. So I'm going to start drinking less a little bit, you know, and then see what happens in my life. And if, if I feel like that's benefiting me, then I'm going to listen for that voice more, mm -hmm. you know. But, like, I've been actually trying to get away from the numbers. Like, I've been trying to shut it out. Yeah. And be like, 
like, no, this is this is not a thing, but they keep popping up. The number 11 and the number 47. So yeah. I forgot, I had it written down here too. So number 47 is a combination of the energies and attributes of number four and number seven. The vibrations of number four include those of productivity and application, inner wisdom and practical thinking, honesty and integrity, endurance and determination, conscientiousness and discipline. Number four also relates to our passion and drive in life. Number seven <clears throat> brings the qualities of spiritual awakening, enlightenment, and enlightenment, intuition and inner knowing, psychic abilities and mysticism, independence and individualism, persistence of purpose, and manifesting good fortune. Angel number 47 is a message from, okay, a message of congratulations from your angels for the hard work and effort you have put in to achieving your goals and aspirations. Your angels ask that you keep up the great work and be safe in the knowledge that you are on the right life path and you are successfully fulfilling your soul's mission. Mm -hmm. Your angels are with you supporting and encouraging your in supporting and encouraging you intuitively. Angel number 47 is a message that you work that the work you are doing towards your personal spiritual development and enlightenment are being encouraged and supported by the angels, ascended masters, and archangels. They applaud you on your progress and urge you to keep up the good work. And here's another funny note. Number 47 also relates to the karmic master number 11 because four plus seven equals 11. So they're kind of similar in meaning. But yeah, dude. Yeah, because another thing that I was thinking about that way too is that you know you think of computers and how they work, and you you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. Um, is that what it boils down to? Is just ones and zeros, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why it's digital yeah. technology. Digital it's, technology. It's, one, it's on and off. And our brains work similarly. You know, it's a bunch of interconnected circuitry. You know, and people have looked at um, the brain and we can see you have a personality, you have emotion, you have what we, what some people would even call a spirit, right? You know, because a soul, yeah. When somebody dies, there's something very different about that. Everything is still there, but there's something dramatically different, you know? And what that really all kind of boils down to is just ones and zeros in the brain, you know, just kind of working in all these things. So math, in a sense, right? So everything that we see, everything that's going on, you can kind of boil it down to numbers, right? So it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that humans or how everything works um, can be boiled down to specific numbers and stuff, you know? And that's just kind of something that we can articulate, you know, mm. and that we can understand, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, so it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that, you know, we've we've given numbers and maybe they even do have a significant like meaning beyond just two straight lines, you know, that we would call 11 or one straight line, which is a number or 47, which equals 11, you know, and it, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest because heck we don't. So I guess what I was, and I guess what I was going back to with the whole the whole soul and spirit thing, mm. is that <clears throat> we got these ones and zeros, 
and we've got all these, these circuitry and everything that's making us a human being, right? But how does that manifest into a personality? How does that manifest into a soul? How does that work? And we don't know. That's mm. that the answer to that is we don't understand it. So there's so much about life existence and just everything that's going on around us um, that we don't understand, yeah. you know? So it's true. A big part of that is also going to be just as physical beings where we have a limited perception because mm -hmm. our eyes can only see three dimensions and we can only experience the passing of a fourth and we can kind of guess as to what other dimensions are out there right. for lack of better term. Cause it's kind of hard to, well, it's almost impossible for us to truly imagine it, especially accurately. But, um, I think there's a certain amount, like if you're religious, there's a certain amount of like, well, there, there's no way you can prove it. It's like, yeah, because no one, no one can see it. I can't show you the measuring tape that can actually prove it because, yeah. you know, you literally can't perceive it. Yeah, right? Your exactly. eyes can't see it. You can't feel it. You can't hear it. Yeah. You might be able to kind of think about it and you think you kind of understand what it is, but at the same time, it's, we're kind of stuck yeah. in a physical We're kind of stuck here. Yeah. On this plane. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's great. I'm glad you, that's kind of what I was alluding to, Eric, is exactly that, is that we're like three dimensional beings. Yeah. Human beings are on in this dimension and it is very, we're, and we're limited to this dimension that we can see. And, Unless you know. Unless you take acid. I mean, depending on who you talk to, yeah. I've never done acid, so I couldn't tell you. But um, some people would say that, yeah, that if you, when you take these these drugs and stuff, that it opens your mind up oh, into yeah. the fourth dimension. But I don't think I think that like humans aren't necessarily meant to be seeing in the fourth dimension. I think that it's a it's too much for us to our brains, our ones and zeros, you hmm. know, our physical beings can't comprehend what a fourth dimension would be. And that's why, like, in religion, people couldn't, God always, you always had to turn your back. You couldn't look at God otherwise. You, cause who knows? Maybe he was a, he's a fourth dimension being. That's another topic for another day. But, you know, there's, we can't comprehend that, you know, and, um, Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty crazy. I'll, I'll kind of cap that. There was a video. I can't remember what I saw, what it was called, but there was a video that kind of explained the concept of like how an extra dimensional being yeah. would kind of sort of communicate or show themselves to a lesser dimensional being, right. like a god to a creation type of thing. In, the, right. in our case, um, they were actually able to show it like if you had a 2D piece of paper. Right. And he had like people on it. There was a whole video that the guy explained it. And this was made back in like the nineties. Mm -hmm. And he's like, so there, here's a three dimensional apple. And then you see, there's like a room down here. Like it looks like a floor pan. There's some dots and they can point like up and down and they can point left and right. They don't know what in and out is. Yeah. And yeah. so an apple who is off of the paper wants to say hello to these dots on the paper <laughs> and, yeah. but they can't see the apple cause it's not on the paper. And so when the <laughs> apple tries to go into the paper, it's bigger than the paper. So only you only see like a piece of it and it just apparates in the middle of it almost. Yeah. And then when it disappears, the, the, the thing doesn't know where it went type mm -hmm. of thing. So you just see the slice. It, you just see the slice. He, like, yeah. he cuts yeah. it in half and stamps it, for example. And then he's like, and yeah, and so that's about all they would be able to see because yeah. you yeah, can't yeah, see yeah. the rest of it because it exists outside of that dimension. Yeah. That's so weird. And then being able to think for us beyond that, there's been like renders of what like extra dimensions would look like just turning it around. And it's, it's really tough to, yeah, to look at, but it's like that. What, what's that one? Um, 
Matthew McConaughey movie where he goes through space. Interstellar. Interstellar, yeah. yeah. And he gets into that one room where, or like he gets into the black holes. You know, you're talking about black holes. Yeah. Uh, he gets into this black hole and then all of a sudden he's like, like when we would go into Halo and you would get outside of the map yeah. and all of a sudden you can just like, for whatever reason, you can see everything all at once. And it kind of was like that. He was like inside of bookshelf and he could look through the bookshelf and he could see into the past. He could see into the future. He could see into that moment. He could see alternate dimensions yeah. all at the same time. It was just really super trippy. Trippy, huh? Uh, but yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> I don't know how we got there, but we got into some shit in this episode, <laughs> man. But yeah, dude, I really feel like that. I just really feel like that. I got a guardian angel watching over me and telling me that I'm on the right path and telling me that I just need to keep doing what I'm doing and all my hard work's going to pay off. That's encouraging. Yeah. And I'm right on the other side of something really, really, really big. Nice. Really, really, really big. So I've been working with <clears throat> this guy named Tim rising and he's got a song coming out pretty soon. Um, and he's got a really interesting mentality about how he's attacking this shit. You know, he, he watches what goes on in the world and he comes up with songs really quickly, you know, so he might just be watching the news one day and then come up with a song. And he, he came up with this song by doing just that. And it's called Warriors. And he wrote it for the soldiers. Uh, shout out to anybody who's ever fought for this country. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, here it is. Hold up. That's not the song I'm playing today. What the fuck? It's just another fucking beat I made. Oops. Here's the one by Tim Rising. Oh, this is no, Austin Qualvick. <laughs> we'll play that one next week. It's yeah. not done yet. It's not ready yet. That's right. I forgot. Okay. But I did want to talk about that because Tim, so when he sees stuff come up in the news, he wants to like make songs about that and then get them to the right people to get it on the radio or to get it in a commercial. So he's he's that type of guy. He's like, he's like the radio commercial slash, you know, he's done enough. He's played enough shows around town. He really wants to get something that's going to get him paid long term. And so I'm yeah. investing a lot of time into that. Nice. And, uh, but yeah, still making my fucking hip hop beats. There you go. In the evening and stuff. Apparently. Apparently. Austin. <laughs> you fucking child wanger. See what I mean with these synchronicities, bro? <laughs> Come on, man. That means I need to work out more. The synchronicities? Devin, you just don't understand, bro. You're just not enlightened. Like I just, I yeah, I'm not on your level. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> A lot of people are saying that these days, though. Woke. Wow. Woke is the word, dude. You got to be woke, man. If you're not woke, 
I don't want to be woke. Anyways. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> well, you know what that sound was? Yo. That's the fitness sound. Um, and we hear, we hear, um, I'm trying to think of a better way to just get into this without making it super abrupt, but I don't think I can figure it out. Got a transition. <laughs> just send it. Yeah, here we go. Um, so I was watching this YouTube video today and there's this guy who he's, he's kind of funny. He likes to find people that are a little bit, you know, he's, he's, his main thing is in the fitness industry. He likes to find people that are um, kind of like spreading bad stuff and make fun of them and point out their flaws and say, look, this guy's just a money grabbing person. And uh, he's selling this product, just making all these elaborate claims and he's just being ridiculous. Um, and then he also like, and then he likes to find the people who are actually like putting out good music. I mean, good um, information and kind of highlight these people and say, look, these are the guys you want to listen to. And these are the guys you don't want to listen to. Be careful of these guys. And um, so, which is, which is great. We need more people like that. And I, um, cool. and one thing that he was highlighting today was these guys, um, they're called the buff dudes. I don't know if you've seen them. I think I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of them is like, he's trying to look like Chris Hemsworth. It's pretty obvious or <laughs> Thor's character specifically, but oh, whatever Hemsworth that one is. Yeah. Whatever that Hemsworth <laughs> is. <laughs> but, um, uh, but they were talking about today uh, the, in the video that he was highlighting at least, uh, you were talking about kind of this idea of just always improving and always, you know, continuing to try to better yourself in through the gym. Because I feel like this day and age, everybody wants to find a diet that's going to, in six months, is going to get them to their goals so they can just go back to the way that they were. Yeah, right? make them look like Thor. Make them look like Thor in six months and everything's, you know, great. The old Thor, not the new not Avengers Not fat Thor. Thor. <laughs> yeah, not the Avengers <laughs> Endgame one. Um but yeah, so, and just because like this dude, he's jacked, he's ripped, he's probably eight, 10 or 8% body fat, like Damn. 200 and something pounds. He's jacked. He looks like Chris Hemsworth when he's playing Thor, you know, it was just ripped. And Yoked. he's like, I want, I need to find something that I can get better at, you know? And then he was doing like some fitness tests and he was, he found that his cardio was bad. So he's like, I'm just going to go for a six minute mile, you know? And, uh, so, th and that was kind of, and it got me thinking about just how, um, and it, it lines up right with what I'm trying to teach all my clients and is really important is, and, uh, is this idea of just, we got to be slow and steady, right? Cause, um, there's so many, hopefully if you've listened to enough of these podcasts, you find out that there are so many different reasons why we look a certain way, mm. right? We could be overweight because of we eat too much, or we could be overweight because our metabolism is slow. We could be overweight because our, we're, we've got a lot of stress in our life. We could be overweight for a bunch of reasons. We could be not gaining muscle for a bunch of reasons, you know? And if we have this mindset of I need to be able to jump in, do the thing I need to do, and just take this like six month hiatus and jump out. Mm. So and get back to my regular life. Yeah. That right there is going, you're, you're, you defeated yourself before you even started. Yeah. 
Um, you need to make it a part of your daily habits. Exactly. To work out. Exactly. Um, and I, I want to kind of use my journey here for, as, as an example for a second. Um, <clears throat> I've always, like, especially over the last few years, no, for a long time now, I've, I've kind of dealt with some levels of anxiety and depression and stuff. And I would, um, I would, and I was, and I had a really hard time actually like achieving my goals and continuing to move forward into my goals. Right. And, um, a lot of other things have kind of manifested in that, you know, some, some issues that I've had to, you know, figure out with my diet and figure out with, um, my emotional state and try to figure out why the heck, you know, I haven't, I can't get to my goals because I've always wanted to be, you know, a hundred, like 200 pounds, maybe 190 pounds at like 10% body fat. That was kind of my goal moving into when I started working out when I was younger. So I could be more, you know, so low percentage body fat and good amount of muscle. I mean, that's what every high school kid wants to look like. Right. Yeah. So, um, and I never was able to get to that, you know, cause I felt like, cause everybody always told me I had a great metabolism you know, I could eat whatever I want. I didn't get really super fat. And, um, but I also couldn't get super, super lean. I couldn't figure out why I would, I would lose weight and get to a certain point and just hit a wall. Mm. You know, I could always go on a diet, lose a bunch of weight and hit a wall. And it, I didn't realize what the heck was going on. And I think I've, and it, it took me it's all the way up until now, like freaking 15, 18 years of working out to finally figure out that it's not a physical thing that I'm doing. It's all in my head. This mental state that I have, this, my thought patterns on my working out, which are, which is finally let me kind of move beyond this barrier because you can only get so far until you hit this mental barrier. Right? So working on my, um, mental state. So with my anxiety and my, my depression that I would, fall into right and just be able to in those things it were keeping me going back to eating too much sugar right yeah because i found that like i would feel these way this way and then i would try to and then it would kind of make it harder to resist eating junk food you know because i want to make myself feel better so i would go and find the junk food Fuck right yeah dude jolly ranchers man yeah jolly ranchers mountain dew pizza all Hells that good yeah, stuff dude. you know and I could, and that, and I could never stay consistent. And it wasn't because I needed to will myself harder. And it wasn't because I needed to, uh, like get more muscle so that I could, uh, raise my metabolism and burn more body fat. That wasn't the issue. I needed to figure out what was going on up in my head so that I could allow myself to actually have a little bit more capacity mental capacity to focus and keep myself accountable. Right. Um, and that was the biggest issue that I was having. Right. And it's yeah. taken me 18 years to figure that out, you know, okay. and if I would have had that mindset of six months, I'm going to be at the place where I want to be. I would get three months in, I'd probably be worse off than I was before and then get frustrated and quit. Yeah. And it's because I think that it's going to be this one and done type thing. Just get in there and try to just get to my goal and I'll be, and I'll be set for life. Yeah. You know, then you can coast. 
Yeah. But it's this whole idea of just being, you got to be able to stick at it. You know, the slow and steady wins, wins the race, like we've always been saying. Yeah, dude. Freaking tortoise mentality. Yep. A bunch of turtles out here. <laughs> dude, I think, you know, you said it at the beginning of this podcast too. Lots of people today struggle with anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression, anxiety and depression, anxiety and depression. That's like, I just hear that like a broken record everywhere I go yeah. these days. And I think, you know, there's like when I, I, when I told my, my buddy, my buddy's mom, uh, we'll just call her like Medusa. Oh gosh. Oh, boy. She's <laughs> just, well, not Medusa. She's not a Medusa. She's like a, she's like a, she's, you know, like a Mary, a Mary and a Mary. she's a Mary and Mary really helped me understand, you know, my brain a little bit better because she was like, no, you don't have anxiety. You are having anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Anxiety is not a, you know, it's hard to see. You say anxiety is not a disorder today and you get a lot of backlash. Yeah. You get pushed because people who have it are very, very, you know, passionate about it because it destroys some people's lives. And I'm here to tell you, today that it doesn't have to it's like it just it just doesn't have to you can you can overcome it you can do things on a daily basis to keep your brain energized you know if i lay around and i eat ice cream and i jerk off and i fucking you know procrastinate then yeah i feel depressed you know but if i get up and i work out and i eat breakfast and then I meditate and then I eat lunch and then I smoke some weed, you know, like I feel good. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I think I like what you're saying. Cause you're saying, you, you know, that you said, well, I'm, I'm having anxiety. And then immediately you said, why am I having anxiety? And you said, it's not because of this. It's not because of this. Here's why. And you're honest with yourself. And then you take steps to start getting better. Right. Yeah. I mean that, that whole thing of saying that, you aren't anxious, you have anxiety and that people want to jump to the, this, uh, this idea that, no, I do have anxiety. This is something that's happening to me. It's a disorder. It's, it's a, a disorder. Brain thing. Yeah. It's a brain thing. And okay, let's, I'm sorry. Let's first of all, just say, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry that that's happening. Trust me. I get it. It sucks. It does. It, it's, it is crippling. It is overwhelming. It is I'm sorry if that is if you have anxiety or you have depression. It is horrible. Yeah. Um, this, but this day and age, we put doctors and we put medication and we put all of these things at such a high, high, high level. It's like that they have the answer. They have the answer. That is the answer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's and look, I'm not trying to like downplay anything that you may be experiencing with depression or anything. I'm not trying to do that. Please hear me when I say that. But look, the thing that may be keeping you from getting over your anxiety, because trust me, there is hope. There is light on the other side of the tunnel. Um, that maybe that mindset that you have of this is happening to me and not what may be causing my depression, what may be causing my anxiety and being and chasing after this and trying to figure out doing self-discovery and meditating like yeah. you were saying earlier and trying to figure out what could be the cause of your depression 
right? Um, that, that may be the difference between you being depressed and anxious for your entire life and, or being medicated your entire life or actually being able to get to a place of health. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I want to encourage you to think on that a little bit if, um, if, that, if that resonates with you. And just know that I'm super sorry that if you do have anxiety, if you yeah. do do have depression, it's a hard, hard thing to get over. There's, n there's nothing. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, so, dude. I don't. I want to piggyback off of that too and say the same thing. Pretty much is like I'm not downplaying anybody's, you know, mental struggles. I'm not downplaying anything. And if you if you have a chemical imbalance in your brain and you take a medication, I smoke weed, you know, and I feel like that 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 helps me. But, you know, lots of people take a pill and they feel like that, you know, that that does it for them. And if you feel like you have to do that, then that's great. But look deeper, figure mm -hmm. out what is making you depressed, what is making you anxious and what things do you, you know, enjoy doing and what can you do to get more dopamine flowing through your brain? Yeah. You know, to a certain extent that, you know, you're in more control than I think, than, than most people think they yeah. are, I think. I want to say that most people don't have a, a, a mental issue. They don't have like a dopamine disorder, you know, because there's so many things you can, you know, watch too much porn. You can drink too much alcohol. You can smoke too much yeah, and that yeah. can start to affect the dopamine in your brain. Uh -huh. um, anyways, I feel like that's not exactly what I wanted to <laughs> kind of to get out of this segment, to get out of the segment, but I want, so with all that to be said, yeah, yeah. Um, we we need to kind of make sure we check ourselves at the door is basically what I'm trying to say. Check yourself at the door, figure out, do I have this mindset of just like quick, got to get in, get on this diet, get on this workout program, buy this thing, take the supplement, you know, whatever, you know, and then this is going to get me to my goal, right? Yeah. Um, or am I really in this for the long haul and am I really ready to, you know, really dig deep and figure out what could be, is it, you know, what could be keeping me from getting to my, um, your goal, my goal, because most of the time when somebody has an eating disorder and they're super overweight, it's, it's, it's because it's not because they eat too much. It's because they, they, they have something else going on inside, you know? So we got to look below the surface, figure out what could be potentially um, causing the issue and make sure that we're in this for the long haul and we're ready to constantly be improving ourselves, constantly be uh, in a place of self-improvement and um, just know that this is going to be um, a long haul because you never know if you quit after six months, a year could have, you, you could have had a breakthrough a year. In a year, yeah. In a year, right? Or in, in my case, 18 years down the road, you know? Um, and that's not to say that I've, I've never had any sort of accomplishment, you know, like I can lift more weight than most people. Yeah, dude, you you're know? a fucking power lifter, right? <laughs> yeah, I can, you know, do a snatch and clean. I can squat my body weight at one point i was bench pressing my body weight you know and doing all this stuff so not to say that wasn't necessarily my goal yeah but i've now i've accomplished a lot more yeah dude. in that that place but i would have sold myself so short if i would have been like this is my goal i and i have this amount of time to get there and um yeah so yeah dude 
Yeah, dude. I think a lot of people look at what they got in front of them and they look at the workload that they're going to have to take on to get to the goal that they want, you know, and you can, you, and, and then and they get overwhelmed and you can relate that back to, to somebody who's depressed or anxious. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're like, well, I'm anxious all the time. And now I never hang out with my friends because, you know, I have so much social anxiety that I just don't even want to go out and I'm procrastinating and I hate myself now because I'm procrastinating and, and it's like this crazy downward spiral, but like, and, 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 and when you tell somebody like that to snap out of it and you tell somebody who's that yeah. far down that downward spiral to be like, no, you just have to, it's all in your head, bro. Just forget about it. Yeah. Like that will drive somebody crazy yeah. because they've been dealing with this for years, you know, and, it, and trust me, I know how far you can engrave those thought patterns into your brain, mm-hmm. but you know, if you take it slow and you set goals, you set small goals and you say, well, I'm not going to get off my medication today yeah. and start meditating. What I'm going to do is I'm going to wait to take it until noon. I'm not going to take it at 9 a.m. And I'm going to meditate before I do it. And you start making little goals to you're setting little goals to get closer to your main goal. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's don't think that you know, I am depressed. I am anxious. I am fat. I am out of shape. Don't think of that. Think that, that I have anxiety. I have depression. I have fat, ex- excess body fat, you know, and start to ask yourself, what can I do to change that? You know, and dig deep, realize that this is going to be a bit of a long haul. Um, you never, never stop improving never stop growing, never stop pushing forward and realize that it is okay to take a long time to get to your goal. It's fine. You know, all these people on Instagram who say they have this overnight success, they say they have this big epiphany. That is the 1%, 99 point or 99% of human beings have to take a long time to get to their goal and that is okay it's fine there's nothing wrong with that the people who have got that overnight success um they need to never stop growing you know because otherwise they're going to lose it um so that's a word of caution to those people (laughs) if you've got if you find yourself overnight success never stop moving forward either um so and then just be patient with yourself. Be okay with how with the journey and where it's going to go. And um, as long as you never quit, you'll get there eventually. So, that's right. um, and that's and that should be. I say that as encouragement, not as to try to get you down. So there you go. Anyways, Austin, what do they got to do? <laughs> bruh, bruh. They got to find us on social media. Give us a follow. Send us your questions. At Pod Heaven Austin Devin on Instagram and Facebook is our tag. You can also tweet us at Pod Heaven AD. If you watch us on YouTube, drop a like and subscribe for more. Thanks for watching or listening to Pod Heaven. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that one didn't work. <laughs>
bro. We got deep today. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> What's the number for like deep emotional conversations? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-five, apparently. Uh, you're right, isn't it? 